Chapter Thirty Five of Pee Wee Harris. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris by Percy Keese Fitzhugh. Chapter Thirty Five. Exit. So it befell that the big black wagon belonging to the brick orphan home came and turned around and went back again it got in the way of all the automobiles that were headed for the home of fresh doughnuts a new sign and was a nuisance generally the men who drove it didn't buy so much as a gumdrop but what cared the partners for such a business were they doing as would make the standard oil company turn green with envy their financial rating was so high that you couldn't see it without a telescope every time there was a strike over at the new bridge the partners reaped a profit from the delay thus labor unconsciously put business in the way of monopolies and so the great enterprise prospered the advertising department had now two steady employees licorice thick and wiggle licorice thick covered the road up as far as berryville with a huge placard hung from his neck wiggle proudly flew an inflated balloon from his tail bearing the appropriate reminder hot dogs at the pepsi rest one evening oh it must have been about six o'clock the weary partners were closing up their little shack for the night pepsi was counting the money and Wee was eating the cookies that were left over for he was conscientious and must open shop with a fresh supply each day sometimes he would have a dozen or more to eat but he did it bravely from a sense of duty a scout is dutiful presently there hove in sight a large figure walking oh it's mr jensen said pepsi hurry up and finish the cookies or he'll want them he always does that mr jensen came up mopping his forehead any lemonade left he asked there's about one glass Wee said in accordance with his invariable daily custom mr jensen bought up the remainder of stock drank several glasses of cider and chatted with the partners ain't heard of any rivals have you he asked we've got the whole detour eating out of our hands said Wee, which was literally true making money fast huh you taking good care of this little gal of mine pepsi smiled at him and he put his arm around her and kissed her and said if he don't take good care of you you just come and let me know then he winked at Wee. when he was gone something reminded Wee to look into the big lemonade cooler and make sure that it was empty it was not quite empty there being about ten lemon pits a slice of rind and a small piece of ice left in the bottom of it but this was worth going after and Wee went after it with all his strength he raised the goodly cooler to a position above his head and tilted it to his mouth his arms trembled under its weight and his hands slipped upon its cold beady sides the several drops of highly diluted lemonade trickled down into his mouth but the flavory pits and rind remained at bay at the bottom of the cooler they would not roll but they might fall Wee held the cooler up to a perfectly perpendicular position above his upturned face then oh horrors the wet cooler slipped through his hands and the curly head of Wee harris disappeared within it if the postman who found him wrestling valiantly with a banana 
and clinging with the other hand could only have seen him in this new and terrible predicament and thus the curly head and terribly frowning countenance of scout harris disappears out of our story into a new realm of joy the end end of chapter thirty five recording by john brandon end of pee wee harris by percy keese fitzhugh